Hey guys, Avenging Ben popping in here to deliver a, a somber little message before we get the show going tonight. Before we get started with our ridiculous little comedy podcast tonight about pro professional wrestling, we felt it appropriate to give our best wishes and our thoughts and prayers to the hundreds of people affected by the tragic mass shooting in Las Vegas a day ago. This sucks for everybody involved, and we here at the GAWP just wanted you and everybody involved, if you know anybody who was in Vegas at the time, or anybody who's been affected by this, friend, family, or otherwise, we want you guys to know that, once again, our thoughts and prayers are with you, and we hope that you are okay wherever you are, and that you get some enjoyment out of our little show, because that's what the show is all about. It's bringing you laughter at the worst of times, because we all need to laugh. Because we all need to laugh at times. Laughter helps us through the worst. So enjoy our fun little show tonight, and we hope that once again, wherever you are, you're doing good out there. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the FM Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is my day. This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast where we dare to say... I don't think you understand what the word mark means. And we also go through the weird and wild world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis, both professional and indie. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your co-host, Avenging Ben. <laughs> and that's... Milk Mike. <laughs> that's whole Milk Mike. And of course, is the third man, as always, it's... The Law of Ramundo, questioning every time, why am I here? And welcome once again, as I said, to the general to the general admission wrestling podcast, guys. Before we get into it, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, a bit of a sad week for the rest of the world, but we are still here. We are still talking about the weird and wild world of professional wrestling, and we hope that you out there can get some enjoyment out of our ramblings about shit that doesn't really matter, but you still love listening to it. Yep, you really have to just enjoy life every day, get a little laughter, because sadly, we're not sure what. When this could all end? You never Somber know. Something has happened over the last few weeks. Tragedies in Puerto Rico, Mexico, Japan, now Las Vegas. Just enjoy life, people, because you never know. So guys, grab a beer, watch some pro wrestling, and listen to a funny podcast every once in a while, because it could end any time. But we're glad that we have this time with you right now to talk about some professional wrestling. And this week, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to start it off with, just a, before we get into Monday Night Raw... Mike, how you doing this week? How are you doing? 
doing fantastic, Ben. I can If you don't know, uh, after we went to HOG Tap Chapter 2 this past weekend, which we will get to yeah, later yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. in the show, uh, Matt the Daddy Koffler showed up with this championship. Fuck him. And proceeded to finally put the hurtin' on uh, Ray Raimundo over here. Fuck that son of a bitch! I told you! I already tried to end you once. Now you attack me. See, I, I just wanted to fucking prove why you were the fucking weak link. But... Sunday! Ben, I'm hoping that you beat him, because if not, I'm gonna beat him to an inch of his fucking life. And if that and Mike, wasn't enough... you're not free either. You can be as sick, mental as you want. Guess what? I'm going to make sure they put you in a fucking psych evaluation, brother. I'm telling you right now. I know what you are, but what am I? So, if that's not enough, uh, my partner Mike over here also walked out with a little memento from this past my Saturday belt. night. Memento. He walked out, he stole Matt the Daddy Koffler's GAWP Championship. Ben, what does this stole mean? But it's my you, belt. You didn't beat. You didn't beat him for it. You took it from him after you kicked him in the after you kicked him in the balls, dude. Yeah, I, I beat him. No. That's not how wrestling works. That's not how our show works. Damn it. Well, it's not how our show works because Enzo did, and that's how he won. Okay, Mike. Mike, how does it feel to know that you are about you're on the same level as Enzo Amore? That feel good. <laughs> ben, uh, I think this is what we get for making fun of him with smiling. Listen, you just keep that thing in Damn. good. Listen, you just keep that thing in good fucking condition for me for this fucking sap Sunday when Wait, I beat ben. Matt. All right. <laughs> check Twitter. Check Twitter. Check twi okay, I'm gonna check. No, this son of a bitch. Mike, I'm gonna fucking kill you next time I see you. If you don't know, uh, I'm looking at Whole Milk Mike's Twitter. What have you done to the belt? My belt? You're... It's not yours. You didn't beat any of us for it. What have if you if you if you if you check Mike's Twitter, he has. At at M underscore Sarantino 530, thank you. You can see he has drawn dicks and insults all over the GAWP championship. Hey, wait, does that say the poor... Hey, Pepe, what did Pepe do to you? I thought we liked Pepe. <laughs> you know, Jesus. Pepe, our good old buddy Pepe. Jesus. I don't know. Jesus Christ. What the hell's happened to your voice, you sick bastard? Hold on, let me take a happy pill. Okay, I'm back. What happened? Okay, Mike, we'll have to have a serious discussion about this whole thing later and this Sunday for Hell in a Cell. Oh, oh we're recording an episode right now? Yes, Mike, we're recording an episode right now. And before, and let's good, finally get... Let's, a lot of stuff happened this weekend. A lot of stuff did happen this weekend. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happening right now. The first thing we got to talk about tonight is all the crazy bullshit that went down on this week's episode on Monday Night Raw. For those who don't know, we will not be discussing SmackDown Live tonight because due to several complications this week, we can't record on Wednesday, which means we're going to miss 
SmackDown tonight, which means we're just going to have to talk about Raw. So I blame, I blame you two for this. Let's get into the the two big highlights of Monday Night Raw this week. The three big highlights, actually. Starting off with a bizarre promo interaction between Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor in their never-ending feud of when the fuck will this shit end? Yeah, where do you start with this? Okay, first of all, Bray Wyatt, they are finally running out of ideas for Bray Wyatt because they are officially teasing the real debut of Sister Abigail, something they've been hinting at, something they've been teasing at for about four years now. This is like the fifth time they've done, they've mentioned this and people automatically jump to conclusions. Oh, there's a sister. Wasn't she burned she, she's didn't they make a whole deal out of her like being buried or some shit? That's what confuses yeah, did, me. Did, did, did Randy like find her and then burn? Yeah, her? it was like she was like in the house. She was burnt. And okay. then, so, for, so for the people that are not aware of what we're talking about, Balor came out and cut a promo, which is kind of rare these days because usually he never talks. But basically, he was calling up Bray Wyatt. All of us did a collective groan. And then Bray Wyatt popped up on the screen for another spooky promo. I can save you. I can save you 10% by switching to Geico. And then he, then the screen went all green. And then we got like an image of like a girl, which kind of looked like um, Enchantress from Suicide Squad. It did look like Enchantress from Suicide (laughs) It looked like they just put her face and put a little like black hair over it. And it's just like, there, Abigail. And that, like, her face was faded over Bray Wyatt's, and it was the weirdest fucking thing. Uh, so, but then the fucking floodgates have opened up, and everybody and their mother has their theory about who Sister Abigail's gonna be. Is it gonna be Nick? Is it gonna be Nikki Cross? Is it gonna be Paige? Is it gonna be Ember Moon? Who's it gonna be? Well, our great buddy Tyler left us the question: Who do we think? He thinks it's gonna be. What did he say? One moment. He, he, said, he said Nikki Cross, I believe. But, like, you don't... Well, you everyone can't. else is saying Sage Phillip. I have no clue who that is. Oh. I don't know. Someone from NXT. Because she kind of looks like her. She has black hair and everything. At this point... I'm saying it may be Paige. What a weird... First of all, I don't think it's going to be Paige, because what a weird way to reintroduce her. Everybody already knows who the fuck Paige is, so that doesn't right, even... But, but you know what? They could play it off as the reason why she hasn't been on TV for a while. It's not because she's beating the shit out of her boyfriend. It's because Bray Wyatt they kidnapped her. They could play it off like that, and they can even go the route of saying that a demon is possessing her. They, they could go down that route. That's an idea. But it's PG, and I really don't think they're going to tell little kids, oh, don't worry, this grown lady is being possessed by a fucking demon. She'll be okay to sign autographs later. But... What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, very weird. It's... I'm hoping... It could also, it, it also be Crazy Mary Dobson. That could work. Or Bray's sister. Um, I believe he did get some training in, but I believe 
then I, if they do bring her in, she won't be used as a wrestler, more of like a ring, like a manager. Because mm. maybe that works. Because she kind of looks like Bray, so maybe that's maybe that's what I, they want to try and go for, like somebody that looks just like him. That works. And, and for the people that go, it's gonna be JoJo. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of here. But don't you recall... What do you Br- mean, Mike? That ass is so scary. Don't you recall, Mike, that <sighs> Bray is the eater of booty? Yeah, but... That ain't happening. You're, you're mixing in real-life stuff. That ain't... Storyline, so... So, are we hopeful for this storyline? Do we... like? Do, are we all in agreement that... Or, or disagreement that there is a Sister Abigail going to be revealed? Or do you think this is just another promo where he's saying Sister Abigail's like here and she's really not? They wouldn't have and teased her with a special effect if they, like, didn't have something planned. Yeah, I feel like they're going to reveal someone. I don't know who it's going to be yet, but I can. I think we all can agree that it's going to be someone showing up and playing the role of Sister Abigail. I agree. Well... But we'll see. This is only 24 hours after the fact, so we'll see what, what like, be news during the week. We'll see if anything pops up with this, and we'll see what happens next week. But uh, I wanted to also bring up something that I said last week, that the plan is for Ballard to be the number one contender against Brock. That is planned for the Rumble, I believe, because that's Brock's next appearance. Like, at this point, I'm still buying into my theory that they're going to keep that belt on Brock till Mania to have Roman Reigns, the under, scrappy underdog, Roman Reigns, finally defeat Brock Lesnar. Oh, you're right, but I'm just saying they need somebody to face Brock in the meantime. And, and they need to make I, it not just like a squash match. It needs to be something that right. Brock is proving why he's champion. Yep. Right. So, uh, Sister Abigail put a pin in that. For now, the next thing to talk about on we Raw... We a t-shirt for, that, for you, Ben. Just Ben, just being like, put a pin in that. Pretty much. I mean, like... A Mike, lot of... you're acting so nice now. It's weird. What do you mean now? We'll, nothing, nothing. We'll, nothing. Talk, we'll talk about it later. Anyway, yeah, oh, the no. other thing... You're not, my da- you're not my daddy. How do you know? <laughs> wait, wait, what? I'm your, I'm your daddy. Talk to Boo about this. After this weekend, okay, after this week, after this past weekend, I'm not fully convinced that Chris Seaton isn't my dad. Oh, <laughs> instant now. Go go go, go to our YouTube channel and <laughs> he made you strip in front of. Uh. I have to help you too. God, you weren't safe either. And I wasn't I safe. I was. They didn't do anything to me. Matt, the they daddy didn't... wasn't safe either. Motherfucker got called Stuart Minkus. Minkus. For those I'm who don't know what Minkus. we're talking about, go to the GAWP YouTube page or our Facebook page. There's a link. We did an interview with current HOG Tag Team Champions, the New York Wrecking Crew, Chris Seaton and Smooth Blackman. And they, for 15 minutes, verbally eviscerated me, Ray, Mike, and Matt, but especially me. Ah, oh, God. Yep. And I'm pretty sure Chris Seaton said he was going to fuck my mom, or has fucked my mom. I no, he said he has fucked your mom, will fuck your mom, and is going to continue to be fucking your mom. We're probably recording this, the, and he's probably you people, fucking your mom. For you people that watch 
that are going to watch the interview, by the way, click that subscribe button, click the like button as well. But also, and share, share for your friends. Let play a drinking subscribe. game. Play a drinking game. Drink. <laughs> take, take a shot after Chris Cena says he's going to fuck Ben's mom. Yep. You will be an alcoholic. You will yep. be drunk. Pretty much. What's speaking of other things that are drunk? Enzo. Yeah, for the second week in a row on Raw, the Cruiserweight division as a whole has main evented Raw. And this okay, week... Okay, proving that... Yen Enzo, Enzo winning? Is Enzo actually doing his job, though? Because the Cruiserweights are main eventing and the fans aren't minding it. So it's kind of like people are saying Enzo is a shitty Cruiserweight. He's kind of doing his job, though. He's doing what he was supposed to. And he's getting the division over. It's not about him getting himself over. But just watching two weeks in a row, he's doing it right. Two weeks in a row, Enzo has come out and cut promos and the fans are actually into the promos. Now, Now, the thing is, once the other Cruiserweights come out, that's when the fans start to go... Eh. But I'll well, say this they me. were they were kind of interested in your return tonight. Oh, let's get last night. kind of keyword so, there. Kind of. Let's describe what happens here. Enzo announces that not only anybody who touches him forfeits their right to challenge him for the title, but if anybody touches him in the they're fired. But then Kurt Angle. So Enzo spends hold like on, hold two on, minutes hold on, before even Angle came out. Enzo verbally abused every single person that was out there. Heels and faces. It was amazing. Yep. Did you guys? Was, was there any lines that you guys like took like like you heard and was like, wait, what did he just say? Because there's like five, there's at least five times where I was like, Jesus, man, like you're not John Cena, so knock it off. <laughs> Fucking the one where he was just like to Gallagher. That was a little like. Yeah, you're you're getting on the line, bro. What did he say oh, again? One, I forget. The, the, the one he said to Gulak was, "If you keep wearing suits, you're gonna end up like Corey Graves behind the announce table." That was fucked up. I think he. I think what he said was, "Why don't you just go join Corey Graves on commentary?" Yeah, because yeah, that's you know why? Because Gulak also responded to what Enzo said. Because uh, Graves did a comment on Twitter about his. I think it was his son or daughter started dancing. Like Naomi, and he said he's failed as a father. No, he said Enzo. As a joke. No, no, it was someone else. And then Enzo says, no, you didn't fail as a father. You failed as a wrestler. That's why you're behind the commentary. No, he said my child was doing the Enzo dance. And that's oh, it was Enzo? Why. I just know he put someone's Twitter on there. I didn't know who it was. Enzo. Fucking Whichever awesome. way it is, I feel like the heat. there's actual heat between Corey Graves and Enzo. But at this point, everybody has heat with Enzo. So then Kurt No Enzo. one likes Enzo behind the fucking... Stage, so it's so fucked Kurt, up. So Kurt, so Kurt Angle comes out, and he's mm-hmm. and Enzo at this point will still won't shut the fuck up. He goes like, "Go tell him, buddy. Tell him, tell him, friend. Tell him." <laughs> so Kurt Angle did tell him, basically saying, "The people that are outside looking at you right now on the apron, they can't touch you, but the newest cruise I signed." can't touch you giggity giggity when he said uh, signed a new cruiserweight i was thinking who's it gonna be is it gonna be hideo watami is it gonna be is it gonna be alistair black is it gonna be roderick strong i actually thought it was leo rush for a minute and I'm that with all this hope all this pomp and circumstance yeah. and then 
Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. Fucking Callisto comes out looking like a gold. My heart looking like a My heart sank. Looking like a gold dildo. And it's like, it was good to see him finally in the cruiserweight division, which he should have fucking been in there day one. I don't get why it's taken this fucking long. Didn't he get a cruiserweight championship match last year at Survivor Series? He did. It was like yeah, that, but it, then that was it. It was like a one-off. It was a one-off thing against yeah. Brian Kendrick. The whole conceit of that being he was the only cruiserweight that SmackDown had. Right. Yep. And, and now he's on Raw where the cruiserweights are. And so he comes out. He does. He does a good lucha thing. He does a good lucha. <laughs> a good I lucha will thing. Still not forgive him. For wait, that. wait, 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 guys, guys. I have a friend that wants to talk about this though. Oh boy, he loves Kalisto. I have to. I have to get him because he. He was. He was raving about this on Twitter the whole night. Hold on. I think. One I... second. One sec. Hold on. One second. Hold on. Come on. Come on. I'll let you talk. Here, grab the mic. Thank you, Senor. Hold on. Hold on. Is this how you do it? Okay. Hold on. Pepe! It's time once again, ladies and gentlemen, for Pepe Tells the Truth. How you doing? I'm doing fine, singer Mike. See, Ray, he likes me. What you talking about? He don't like me. Look at Twitter. I'll do that later. So you want to talk about Calisto being in the cruiser? See! Calisto is back, my friend. That's a good guy. He do the good flippy shit. <laughs> oh, he so came you. out. He attacked the gringo, Senor Enzo. Enzo looks weird, man. He looks like what I do after I eat two burritos. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. know, I won't. I won't disagree with you on that one, Pepe. Thank so, you, Pepe. Ben. Pepe, I gotta ask: What are you happy seeing Callisto back in the seeing his debut in the cruiserweight division? Like, are you are you happy to see him do a good lucha thing? See, Senor Ben, he's going to prove why lucha libre is the original cruiserweight. He's going to win the cruiserweight title before the air ends. I, I say it now. He's going to hit them with the salida del sol, and then we're all going to go drink Coronas. Okay, guys, I have to go because Senor Trump is calling me. Have a nice day, amigos. Bye, Pepe. Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on. Wait, what's this picture? No. Fuck you, Senor Mike. I'm leaving this bullshit. <laughs> give me the mic. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. Bye, Pepe. Give me the mic, Okay. See you, Pepe. What? What did I do? I don't know, but but fucking Pepe's pissed off. You pissed off Pepe, Mike. I hope you're proud of yourself. I don't know. You just pissed off Pepe. Pepe's pissed off. And Pepe usually is always happy. He loves the show. So. Oh man, Pepe's crying in the corner. What the fuck you do to Pepe? God damn it! Well, look what you done did now, Mike. You made Pepe cry. The only thing that can make us feel better is to discuss the final bit of news coming out of... Well, look what you done did now, Michael. You done me. Look what you done did now, Michael. You done me. Pepe cry, you motherfucker. Now you get back out there and you start chopping wood for winter, you motherfucking gap-toothed motherfucking piece of shit. Not so only did wrong, shit. Okay. Not only did Callisto return this week. It's the return of Redneck Joe. Yay, Redneck Jesus. Joe! 
That we haven't now talked we about. A, now we need a Seamus O'Shaughnessy, and we're okay. What? It's time to do Shame, motherfucker. Can't do it. It's not Seamus O'Shaughnessy. That's Seamus's name. It's Seamus O'Shea. That's Seamus O'Shea, you fucking guinea they piece of shit. <laughs> And Ray Raymundo wearing Wait, some. Why are you me, Guinea? I'm helping you. You fucking Guinea piece of shit, fucking desecrating belts. And you fucking Ray Raymundo fucking wearing sunglasses indoor, fucking sweater wears wearing pineapple looking piece of shit. Did you just call me a pineapple, you son of a. You ain't gonna call you a fucking pineapple, you fucking you asshole. You're gonna that at being called a pineapple. Yeah, that's uh, just a pineapple reference. How dare you call me a fruit? <laughs> I'll call you a fucking fruit. Okay, bye, Seamus. Get out of the fuck out of here. You, you can't silence the truth. We have a lot. We have a broad. We seriously got to get you on some fucking meds at this point, Mike. It's ridiculous. Moving on to the final bit of news. I did take a pill. Why? What's happening, Mike? So the seal. Notice what you did. The shield is back. Goddamn. The shield. Yay! We think. We think. And that's where I'll probably edit in the shield music. Yay! Secrets of Magic revealed. Ooh! Backstage stuff. So, So yes. Raw doesn't end with Kalisto being on top, thank fucking Jesus. (laughs) But, uh, we get a backstage. (laughs) uh, (laughs) We get a backstage center with Roman Reigns, and. What happened earlier in the night was he had an Intercontinental Championship match against The Miz, which was actually a good match. You guys, all of you should check it out. It was actually really yep. good. So, Reigns takes out Sheamus and Cesar. No, fucking Dallas and Axel. So, they're out. Then, Sheamus and Cesaro came out. do 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 And they did the Cesaro bomb to Roman with assist from The Miz. So, we got going back to Roman... Amber shows up, and Rollins shows up, and then they just walk away. So, Raw... They give him a nod. They give him, like, a nod, like, Raw do this? Raw takes place in Indianapolis next week. The Shield debuted in Indianapolis. They broke up in Indianapolis. I think we all know where this is going. But I have a little complaint about this, because the Roman Reigns mismatch took place at 10 o'clock. And at 11.03, they decided to just show up. Yeah, like an hour later, we decided to check on you. Well, they did, to be fair, to be fair, they did get the shit kicked out of them by Braun Strowman, so. I don't give a donkey dick what happened to them. They should have been there. Yeah, like an hour later, you check on your friend? That's fucked up. Put a fucking ice bag on your back and just run. Surprise, motherfucker. Donkey dick. Donkey dick. <laughs> Donkey dick. God. God damn. So. Triple power bonds. Triple power so bonds. So, so I have an expect- idea for a triple power bond. So we're expecting Reigns, Rollins, and Ambrose versus Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus at TLC. I, get- I feel Braun's going to be in there somehow. You know what I'm thinking they're going to do? They're going to do one of those things where they... Don't be surprised if before TLC, (coughs) Sheamus and Cesaro win the belts back from Rollins and Ambrose. So that way at TLC, they could do one of those 
like all the gold is on the line tag team matches. They can still do that. That makes sense. They can still do that. They don't have to change the tag titles before the pay per view. They could do it at the pay per view. Fair enough. But I'll say this: Thank God, it's Sheamus and Cesaro with the Miz, and not Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. Because if it was Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel with the Miz, we all know who's winning that match. Yeah. No yeah. offense to them two; they're fine wrestlers. But in for the Shield reunion, no, no. Yeah, this makes work. it kind of even now. This is perfect yeah. having all three members taking on an actual team that can. Kind of fight back, so. And also, Cesaro is fucking toughing this out. I think he was wearing a mouth guard during all this. Yeah, he's, he's still not good. He's still not. I'm not. I'm amazed he's competing at the moment. He shouldn't even be trying to take bumps or anything. Titanium you know what's scary? balls you know, on you know, that dude. You know what was scaring me a little bit was when they were setting up for the bro kick and Cesaro was holding reins. I was afraid Seamus was going to kick Cesaro in the face by accident and just going to make the whole thing worse. Yeah. It was like, you stupid motherfucker, your teeth are broken. No, you know what's worse? He away. had to take an F5 this weekend. Because he had right. a live event, Brock Lesnar takes on Seamus, and Cesaro took the F5. I'm looking at the clip like, no, 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 it's going to end so bad. It, oh. Down he and goes. then he was okay. <laughs> Good. And down he goes. So, so that could lead to something. So that are you guys happy to see the Shield reunion, or I am excited for thoughts? it. My biggest question is like, I hope they do the classic Shield entrance. Are they all going to be wearing the old gear again, or are they going to be just in the? What, what are you talking way? about? Roman still wears the old gear, and I mean, and he still has the same thing. <laughs> I, he just put a he just put a logo in the middle of his chest, and boom. Done. That's the. That's what I actually want to see, though. I want to see Dean and Seth in the Shield gear, just one last time. There, therein lies the problem with Roman Reigns. He has not come very far in terms of appearance since the Shield days. He's basically still wearing the same shit. Yep. And he's and he's done interviews in the past saying that the reason he wears that is to honor the Shield. But dude, you're. You look retarded. You do. You're the main eventer. You don't need that you gear kept anymore. The, you kept the music. You were. You kept the entrance for a little bit until the crowd started to hit you. And then you started coming a normal way. And now you're just going to keep wearing the same gear. Eat, hey, dude, you're not ugly. You're fucking beautiful. Wear a pair of trunks. Home milk, uh, Mike okay. likes big sweaty Samoans. Home milk, Home Mike milk likes Mike big likes sweaty Samoans. Wait, Ben, 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 stop, stop. I don't think we should make fun of Mike right now. Remember what he did to Twitter. <laughs> okay. Let's stop. What, what, did, what did I do to Twitter? Did, did, did I say something nasty to Trump? What did I do? No, 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 no. Hold on, let me check. Just leave it alone. No, don't check your Twitter. Don't check don't your Twitter. Don't check your Twitter yet, Mike. We'll no. never get this episode done if you do. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're good. Oh, we're good. Moving on to another little bit of wrestling yep. news. We're going to talk about a little – we're going to talk about a little bit of indie news, and then we're going to take a little commercial break and then get right back into it with some more stuff. Before we go to break, let's talk about one more news story. Guys, I, I have unfortunately – 
uh, I do not think we'll be allowed to uh, say any of our... I, I'm afraid that the words, in, join the madness, are trademarked, so we cannot say no! them anymore. I do not... God, I do. God damn it. Unfortunately. So it's not just... Ben, what are you referencing? Well, Mike, well, Mike, if you're wondering what I'm referencing through this completely asinine segue, it would be that the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, have been slapped with a real, not a fake one, a real cease and desist <laughs> from WWE. They can no longer say too sweet. They can't they say can't, suck it. They can't do too sweet. They can't do anything. They can't do the hand gesture as well. By the way, guys, did you know that the too sweet symbol is a wolf? I just got that. Oh my god, I forgot you just learned that this weekend. Oh my <laughs> god. So yeah, over the weekend, I forgot what was it that we were doing. I think it was the part, or, we, we were just my like good being old happy. Punk, that... It was a punk slaw. It was punk slaw. Me and my buddy Isaac X, we do the too sweet, and Ben looks at his two hands and he's like, wait, these are wolves. I'm like, no shit. Ben learned this weekend that the too sweet is a wolf. I swear, Ben. Uh, ben acts like he just came out of vagina yesterday. I swear. I always thought it was kind of like a... popped out. It's like, ooh. I thought it was like a punk rock symbol or something. I didn't think it was a wolf. No, that's the other one. That's the one Edge does. But that's always been a wolf because it was a part of the wolf pack, remember? See, what you do is you make the two ears and this is the snout. And it does yes. that. Oh, I, I get it now. That's what it is. Okay, we get it. It's a wolf. So what does this mean for the Young Bucks? In, in, Which, in terms they of, can't do they anything can't do now. Anything. They basically can't do anything because they've been hit with a cease and desist. If they continue, they'll be charged, I believe, the sum is $150,000. So Young Bucks decide, I, I on being yes, the Elite believe, this week, they burned all their Too Sweet merch, and I believe as of Monday, they're going to stop selling anything with the Too Sweet logo. Well, they do have a new shirt coming out that's the Cease and Assist shirt. They can buy now at YoungBucksMerch.com, or coming to Pro Wrestling Tees very soon. This kind of kills the Bullet Club, though, because the Bullet Club's been doing the Too Sweet this whole time, so it's like, what do they do now? But you know what? It's I think it's more directed towards Nick and Matt because, like we like we covered this last week, they invaded Raw. Now, did they shot themselves? Did they shoot themselves in the foot? Yes, they did. Because if they didn't do that, then WWE. Because the problem was everybody was covering it. Every podcast, every like Dave Meltzer was reporting about it, and. The WWE was hoping nobody would notice, but everybody did notice. So now, in retaliation, they say, oh, you want to do that and make an ass out of us? We'll make an ass out of you. You can't do the thing that you, that apparently we own and trademark. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Scott Hall and Kevin Nash give them permission to do yes. this? The NWO gave them the permission. It's the original click members, even Triple H, at one point said, hey, they're good brothers. So which it's like, leads me to believe, what the fuck? Which leads me to believe that this is solely a Vince McMahon decision. Now, listen, I'm in two minds about this. 
It's, it's, it's probably a Vince and Stephanie. Thing. Here's the funny thing to me. When I'm thinking about this, I, I've made it clear in the past that I have my issues with the Young Bucks, but I definitely think they're talented, very funny motherfuckers. My thing is, when you base your, when the conceit of your whole shtick is stuff other people have come up with, you shouldn't be surprised when you get hit with a few uh, no-nos here and there. But this is just unbelievably petty on the part of WWE. So I, there are two sides to this whole fucking thing. Yes, and I also believe I think one of the Young Bucks, I, I believe it was Nick, that went to Twitter and wrote like a heartfelt like thing about like this is bullshit and like he was like really pissed off about this. And I don't. Blame but can him. you blame him though? I'm, I'm saying I don't. I, I don't. I don't blame him. But they okay. they they knew something was going to happen because they they knew WWE wasn't just going to let them invade Raw and just fuck up everything that they were doing. Of course, of course. But it really is... It's, it's crazy to see now. It's like, WWE is just going to cut down the indies because what the fuck? The Bullet Club is one of the most hottest commodities. And right. they're really just trying to kill it piece by piece. Next, I really feel it's going to be Marty Skrull getting taken. Because Marty's done. And now the speculation is Kenny's contract ends. And Adam, Adam Page as and, well. Kenny Omega's contract ends just a few days before the Royal Rumble. So now the speculation is, will Kenny leave too? So it's like, WWE's want to kill the Bullet Club. Gonna end you it. know what? I really don't associate this old bullshit with that because you know what? The WWE knows what what each of these these three guys have. They have it. They have talent. Marty Skrull, who's the villain. If he goes to WWE, they know how to use them, utilize him. They bring in Adam Page. He might not be a big star, but they know they can use him. He's talented. Adam is definitely now. When you talk about Kenny Omega, he has a chance to be if if he does go to WWE. I'm saying this is a big if. He has a potential chance to have like an AJ Styles run. Definitely. But that's in January, and we're, we're what at the beginning of October. So we'll Ooh. see what hap- we'll see what happens with the Bullet Club. But as far as uh, the whole thing with um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, this is just all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It is all bullshit, indeed. <laughs> But what is not bullshit, ladies and gentlemen, is taking a quick commercial break with some of these fine sponsors we got. So, ladies and gentlemen, sorry to interrupt this awesome GAWP podcast, but somebody got to. But, we so, don't want a commercial. but somebody got to keep the lights on up here, and we got to find commercial for you guys. So we're all gonna take a break, get some water, take a shit, take a piss, and grab a beer, and we'll be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast right after these fine commercial advertisements. Be right back. Just a reminder, guys, this episode of GAWP is brought to you by Capital Wrestling. Don't forget that Capital Wrestling will be running its fourth TV taping on October 14th in Hoboken, New Jersey. Come and see an amazing double main event that features the wrestling god Anthony Gangone versus the bad apple Matt McIntosh. Also, the pride of Jersey City, Sonny Kiss, goes one-on-one with the champion of the 1%, Logan Easton LaRue. And if that's not enough, Colossal Mike Law puts his TV title on the line against the prodigal son of the National Wrestling Alliance, Bo Crockett, and so much more. 
You guys want to get some exclusive deals for Capital Wrestling that you can't get anywhere else? Then head on over to tinyurl.com slash capital 1V. That's the Roman numeral 1V. And you can enter the promo code GAWP and receive access to special discount prizes courtesy of us here at the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to come down to 301 Garden Street on October 14th, 7 p.m. Doors open and 8 p.m. is bell time. Do not be late and tell them that the GAWP boys sent you. You can use that promo code GAWP to save yourself a little moolah on those tickets. So go on, get some tickets, and don't forget to come to the Capitol. See you guys there. And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. So, um... Those are some great commercials, though. Those are, Thank definitely. you, Capital Wrestling, thank, again. Thank you, Capital Wrestling. Use that fucking discount code, man. Use that discount code. Save yourself some scratch. I will be there. This week, I, this I week will he doesn't mind October 14th. Yep, come on down. See Whole Milk Mike. He, he'll probably be the only one you can talk to because me and Ray will be handling business for the Capital that day. For those who don't know, me yep. and Ray have nice little positions... Over at the Capitol, helping them with various sundry tasks. I'm invading the Capitol. Oh no, you're invading! Yeah, all right, let's get it. Well, here. that's what makes it live after Sunday. <laughs> that's so enthusiastic. Oh yeah, you're invading the Capitol! Yeah. Great, he's about to he's about to get me fired. <laughs> yeah. Again. He's gonna he's gonna call us Marks. He's gonna be like, they don't deserve to work here. Yeah. Hey, fat fire! Fuck off. It's yeah. just like, yeah, but like, we don't need this job. Bosses, you can take us job and shove it. This is a live Matt and Marcus. Please don't fire me. <laughs> Pirates, we love you. Don't we fire me. But yes, uh, next, speaking about of... About to go on Facebook and message there. No, not again. <laughs> so speaking of uh, indie wrestling promotions, one uh, one indie fed just ran their latest show just yesterday wcpw what culture pro wrestling aired their second annual refuse to lose eye pay-per-view under the yep. wcpw name which one might... of the last pay-per-views for wcpw on live because, events because because star- yeah starting december 4th they will now be known as defiant this is some bullshit now, for those that aren't aware why I'm booing, in the Washington, D.C., upstate New York area, there is a promotion known as Defy Wrestling. Same style logo and everything. But it's Defiant, not Defy. No, no. They're going to, how WCPW announced it, they're defying everything. But so, I, but I it's going to basically be. It, it, but I read it. It said Defiant. Yes, but can if you, you saw read? the program, Mike, I can read, but read. Mike, do you watch the so, Mike? Do you watch the product? So it kind of fucked up because there's a promotion out there already. It's not fucked up. It's defiant. Defiant. Gotcha, bitch. Fire. What the fuck? What the fuck was that? Either way, refuse to lose when up with a bang. Joe Hendry defends. He wins. He goes over. But, now today, they had a taping for WCPW, and a right. new WCPW heavyweight champion was crowned. One, and two, whoop, whoop! The villain, Marty Scurll, One, two, whoop, whoop! WCPW Ray, do heavyweight champion. Ray, do it with me now. Too sweet. One, two, whoop, whoop! Too sweet. Whoop, whoop! 
Oh, wait, we can't say that. We'll yeah. get sued. Wait, wait, you're not oh, yeah. serious? Yes! Wow. So, <laughs> so Marty Scroll invades Raw, and then he becomes a WCPW champion. That the belt, he, that's, he's not even going to hold on to this fucking belt anymore. because It's, it's going to be rebranded. That's the point. <laughs> And, oh, and the new general manager of WCPW was announced. I got some bad news for you. I've got some no, bad news for news, you. He got good news. And Marty Skrull's your world champion. Bro. I've got some good news for you. I've come to save your fucking company, you bastards. He doesn't look like a stew. He doesn't. Nope. He kind of looks more like a Wade. So is, what, so is what culture still involved with this, or is this something that like, uh, does Adam I have any just, control over this? No, I believe the company is just turning into another independent promotion. I think they're going to be like getting away from what culture itself. So Defiant is going to be just a promotion. Mm. I'm afraid so, I've got some bad news. WCPW is dead. They're now down to two. What do you mean? They re- released another twi- tweet. Have you not noticed it started with five, four, three? Oh, it's, now count- at oh, two. Oh, 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 it's counting down. It's counting down, so I don't know what's going to happen after one. But boom <laughs> boom <laughs> The end is nigh. The end is nigh. <laughs> they fucking blew up. The end is nigh. <laughs> they fucking blew up. <laughs> Boom! There you go, boom! Boom! There you go, boom, governor! There you go, boom! <laughs> Bloody hell, they went boom, damn it, they went boom! Oh my god, so... Man, what does the Seamus have to say about them going boom? Seamus O'Shea, fucking WCPW, it was fucking good, why are you make it go boom? <laughs> I'll tell you what I do. I go boom boom in me fucking pants after I have too many fucking drinks down at the pub. I'm fucking 70 years old and I have an adult diaper. Fuck off. You don't tell me about my fucking adult diaper. I've been wearing one for three days. Fuck you. Wait, speaking of adult diapers, we forgot to mention What in the fuck would that have to do with anything? (laughs) What in wrestling involves diapers? Well, Mickey James got given adult diapers on Monday. Okay, yeah, that happened. Oh, oh, so, so there's your obscure. Your incredibly obscure <laughs> reference. So yes, uh, WCPW becoming Defiant Wrestling, end of a very interesting year-long run for another UK promotion. Sad to see it change. Yeah, it's only run, it's only ran for a year. Yeah, that's more than most indie promotions get. Some can't even make it two shows. And they've had so many big names. Kurt Angle, Alberto, Patron, Cody Rhodes. They got a lot Gallagher. done in a year. Give them credit. No, but they had the best one of all. They had Joe Hendry. If it wasn't for WCPW, I wouldn't have discovered one of my new favorite wrestlers, Martin Kirby. This is where Ben plays the Joe Hendry theme when I cut him off. Just in, Joe Hendry. But, um... Just watch it completely. Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna play the Joe Hendry theme. Wink, post, 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 uh, production. I put in the Martin Kirby theme instead. Fuck you. No, you better put the Joe Hendry there. Speaking of Joe Hendry, I'll say he benefited a lot from being associated with what culture and WCPW to be exactly, because now he has a new gimmick, and it works. 
And he's gotten a lot better as a fucking And he's gotten a lot better as a fucking wrestler in a year, I'll tell you that much. That fall away slam finisher. That dude could that dude could the only the only dude that Joe Hendry ever fucking sold for was fucking Kurt Angle. That was it. You better sell for Kurt Angle. If not, you're gonna go down. (laughs) Go down and he ain't talking wrestling. Speaking no. of <laughs> speaking of selling and indie promotions, a local indie fed here in New York oversold for their latest indie event. We're talking about House of Glory, which means, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for once again your favorite segment on this show. Mike and Ben are a bunch of HOG dick suckers. Da 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 da. Yes, it's that daily time of the week where we. Speaking of House of Glory, speaking of House of Glory, recently on our Facebook. I just noticed something. It's literally one year since you two invited me on as an HOG student. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah, never good, left. Get out of the new one if you can't yeah. hold your hand. All the times they are a changing. <laughs> and now I was supposed to be a one-off. Now I'm still here. Ben, I feel like this needs to be a segment for for our show now. GAW presents. Dick sucking hour of HOG with Ben and Mike. It's time for a little HOG dick sucking. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, nom. I'm just going to review. I'm not going to dick suck. I'm just going to review. Oh, you're going to dick suck with this and you're going to like it. But let's, no. let's get into it. HOG chapter one. Uh, This was a. Wait, this two. is chapter two. Chapter two. Chapter one was Sammy Callahan, remember? That was a good show, but still. That's where I brought the original. <laughs> Smiley is a puto sign. Which I would have had another one at this show, but unfortunately, let me tell let me tell this story. Okay, I brought a shitload of poster board with me to this show and markers, yep. and I made like a dozen fucking signs for this thing. One of which was a two sided sign that said "House of Garbage" in reference to House of Gangone because they are garbage. And, of course, the other side said, Smiley is still a puto. I hold up my House of Garbage sign, which gets mad props from Mr. Ken Broadway, so thank you very much, Mr. Broadway. The opening match is Ken Broadway versus Gangone for the Elite Championship, the Crown Jewel Championship. And Gangone sees my sign, leaves the ring, walks into the crowd... Grabs my sign, takes it to ringside, and tears it into three pieces. Funniest moment ever. You guys were three. witnesses for this. You three can pieces. There's a picture on. T- you can go to Anthony Gangone's Twitter right now. It's there. Yep. So that. Uh, so that was insane. Gangone. So. So. Gotta love the rope. Gotta love the. The one above all so, taking on the ca- taking on Cash Flow Inc. in a great match that was going very well, but then Leroy Green finally cashes in his break the glass ceiling contract, and what turns it into a triple threat match, and Leroy Green finally won the HOG Crown Jewel Championship. Boo! Yay! I was honestly good, good, too for, him. good, good for, him. for him, man. He has worked his ass off the the whole time, man. Good 
congratulations all around for Leroy Green, man. He has fucking earned it. So, Ray, He's trying to take it from Gango. He's trying to take it from Gango. Well, too fucking bad. Gango wasn't even involved in the... No. Was he involved in... No. No. We can brought him Yeah, Leroy Penn... So you fucking... That's why him. referee Nick York got his ass kicked afterward. Oh, poor That's Nick. That's what he gets for oh, counting oh, the poor, three. Poor Nick. That's what he gets for counting the three. Oh, God. He was, he's just a boy. He's just a boy. Well, so... then, after that, we see more House of Gango. Yep. In tag team action. So. Oh, God. Ben, you want to lead off what happened to me during this match? So, let's. What happened to both of us during this match? So, Toasty. No, fuck it. I can't call him that anymore. Thomas Odin. Thomas Odin. Ezekiel Lewis and Gabriel Grogan come out. By the way, a fucking Ezekiel Lewis and another chalk, another wrestler who says he's going to fuck my mom. Yep, your mom's very popular with the House of Gorg people. Fuck you! <laughs> Man, is this how you pay for your tickets? Does she just fuck her way for your tickets? Is House that of a- Corey Hole. <laughs> <laughs> the House of Moms. <laughs> I will fucking kill you. Ben's, mo- Wait, Ben's ben, mom ben has a... Ben's sounding broken. Ben sounds a little broken right now. I will oh, fucking God. kill you. Ben's mom has a house that is full of glory. <laughs> Oh, How's it getting going versus private party? Speaking yeah. of, <laughs> private party comes out, and for those who don't oh, know, guess what? There, there was a party in her house of glory. <laughs> okay, that's it. Private party come out. Isaiah Cassidy Best and Mark Quinn. They come out with their silly string and their beads, and oh, they, silly string! Oh, your mom will love. No. They come out and they have the, I can't say the audacity because this is amazing. They proceed to spray Ray Raimundo here in the face with their silly string, specifically targeting him. That's not a sexual innuendo. That is a a legit statement. You could say. This continues. You could say. They got you, bitch. They do this to May. I have something for them. It's coming to the channel very, very soon. Stay tuned on Facebook. <laughs> so, boys who love to party, uh, stay tuned for that one. But yeah, House of Gate going versus Private Party. Good match. Not much to say. Your typical tag, but it was pretty good. Private Party. House of Gate going instead of one. Private Party get the win, and what was the next match after that? Uh, I believe. Fuck, what was the. Well, it doesn't matter. Let's just, like. I, uh, let's talk about Tessa Blanchard versus Sonya Strong. I believe that was the next match. No, wait, the next match was supposed to be uh, The Hit Squad versus New York Wrecking Crew. Right, 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 right. But I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just felt like I, I want to talk about this now. Let's get it over with. There was a noticeable botch. In Sonya Strong versus the Really staff. fucking noticeable. And Tessa had to sell it. I think her selling it made it worse. Unfortunately. Because it was an accident, basically. The spot is this. Sonya goes for a springboard spin kick. Right. 
undersells it a bit so she doesn't get full connection. Did you see the ropes? No, she lands basically, but the kick never connected. So Tessa acts like it hits her, spins, and it's like, no, you just made it look worse. You look like a moron. So, but sad, it was a great match, though. Sonia does represent Puerto Rico th- this night, and it just again to help with everything that's going on that was with, nice. the, with the hurricane. So that was perfect. She even used a different theme that night, using the Que Bonita Bandera, which is just basically what a beautiful flag. Because right and now, I didn't, and I didn't see her take a knee either. Oh my Fucking god! Don't, don't, god, fuck all that, please. So Sonia wins. And apparently, the there is a House of Glory Women's Championship. Oh, yeah. That happened. That was actually the next segment. You guys were wondering so, what was the next match. It was actually a segment where Rob, Rob Black, Black presented the, Rob Black presented the title to himself. Yep, he just held out the title, <laughs> which proceeds to Violet coming out and saying she's earned the championship because she hasn't... She's She basically said... I haven't lost as many times as I've won. Which is like, what? Do you mean you have a good record? I'm, I'm not getting it. Rob Black, right. I know you have to earn right. it. And I, I want to point this out, too. It's like when Violet was talking, we couldn't hear because she was talking like this into the microphone and people were loud as fuck. Yeah, there was it a wasn't, It wasn't helping. I'm the women's champion. I never lost a match. What do you mean you can't hear me? <laughs> Let's speak up! <laughs> <laughs> but actions speak louder than words because we That's see the day be- to use your voice. You fucking okay. <laughs> we get it, right? So this Nia Jax, Tamina Snooking looking woman comes she out and she actually debuts. And she looks more dominant than Nia Jax does on Raw. She proceeds to try to kill Rob Black. She does. Security comes out. And poor security member gets powerbombed. A jackknife powerbomb. Think of Kevin Nash when he would pick people up and then just toss them. Yeah, that's yeah. what he did to this poor grown man. Died. To a grown man, and you have violent in the corner. Be like, that's a good job. You should do that again. Can you please do that again? Oh, oh here's the title. I'll take the title. Walk away. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> What? 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 By the way, this was all funny too because once the big jacked up woman came out, people asked, "What's your number?" Gosh, that's funny. So next Get up, it? we have big t- women are sexy. They are. <laughs> next House up, House of Glory fans like this. Like right, sexy, big, sexy women. H.O.G. loves big sexy women. H.O.G. loves big sexy women. Okay, so from there we go on. <laughs> Mac was there. Moth wasn't. Fuck. So sadly the fans begin to chant, where's Moth? Mac says, I have no clue. I'll take the both off. message him and you'll find out, like, what? So matches match is a two-on-one. But then, uh, fucking MVP comes out to fucking make the save. Who, who looks 60? Who fucking, that dude is aged. Fucking, <laughs> he he got 60. old. Motherfucker looks old. My God. The power of 
But then, God damn. more music hits the Tron, and then, it was them. E-Y-F-B-O, E-Y-F-B-O, LAX returns to a thunderous ovation. And fuck TNA fans. And fuck TNA fans. Yep. And they laughed. <laughs> oh, they God. laughed. So... And the gist of this was, it's their belts. They never lost them. They want them back. Pretty much. Easy story. And Wrecking Crew and EOFBO. Hopefully that's a match from this month. Uh, Glory by War, I believe that's the show. Glory of so War. Hopefully, so hopefully that happens. Looking well, forward to it. Listen to our yep. interview and you'll hear Wrecking Crew's side of it. Yes, go and listen. Go and listen to the interview. I was, I was disappointed. I wanted to see the hit, the hit squad versus the wrecking crew. We all did. I, I was pissed. I saw Moth Uh, a fucking week ago. You couldn't come again. Fuck. (laughs) Shit happens, man. Shit happens. I'm about to follow Max's uh, advice. Put the message to him off and tell him a piece of my mind. You'll die. <laughs> you will let's die. Let's see if he can bit my fat wife, my white fat ass up and put throw me at a wall. Let's see. <laughs> and that him. was the last day we ever saw Whole Milk Mike alive. <laughs> well, at least we get our belt back, then. Talk about the six-pack challenge. So, we get okay. a six-pack challenge between Evander James and Monte. Oh, there he is, you fucking Eagle fan. Monte. Without Caveman. Right. Oh, by the way, there was a there was a Caveman-Hank Flanders match. It was good. No, it was supposed to be Hank Flanders versus Joe Smooth. Hank Flanders proceeds to attack fuck Joe Smooth. Fucking Flanders and Caveman. So, Flanders and Caveman occurs. Flanders... Uh, Denounces America? I don't blame him. <laughs> he's now a member of the Irish descent, I guess. He's he's an, uh, of Ireland. I don't know. Don't be and surprised. Flanders when, don't, and KV have a good match. Don't be surprised when me, Ben, and Ray join him in Ireland. Don't be surprised. I'm not going to Ireland. Who I said I was going to Ireland? I ain't leaving. The hell? So, so I'll be going with Flanders. Yep. <laughs> So Six we got a challenge. Evander's Right. <laughs> say who goes over in the Flanders back. Flanders wins. Uh, Kick to the dick. Pin. So. <laughs> the six-pack challenge. It is. Six-pack challenge. It is Monte versus Evander James versus um, Murder by Kicks Matt Travis versus Tank. Tank versus, versus Sasha, Sasha Jenkins. Jenkins versus. A fucking lion. Who is it? The Kid Lion, I think his name is, right? Kid Lion? A fucking lion. You guys weren't kidding when you reviewed Never Trust a Snake. There's a fucking lion in this. There's a tail coming out of his ass. Yeah, there is. I like Lion. I like him a lot. He's good. He's very good. So this six-pack challenge was really good, and the right man won. Oh, yeah. Evander Evander James, which means he'll be going on to face the brand new champion, Leroy Green, at a later time. So, 
Who knows? I maybe Matt Travis, but I like him, but Evander needed this. Who knows? Maybe we could Matt even Travis get a few words. Matt Travis almost killed himself with a shooting Who knows? Maybe we could even get a few words with uh, Evander James soon. Hmm? Ooh. <laughs> ben, don't wear a Super Sam shirt. shirt. I'll wear a Leroy. Oh. I'll make a Leroy Green shirt. Ben, everybody on YouTube can now see your pepperoni nipples. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Making Ben self-conscious every day. Hey, my pepperoni nipples were the were the were the thing that got the biggest pop at HOG Adrenaline. Don't forget that. That's why we have fifty uh, views on the interview right now. Just staring at your fucking nipples. My pepperoni nipples get us all the views. My pepperoni nipples. <laughs> Is there, oh, is, there any, is there any anything else we're missing before we talk about the awesome main event? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, uh, let me right. see. Let's make sure. We talked about I'm the thinking, women's match. We talked yep. about the tag, the six-pack challenge. Oh, Juba uh, uh, and Smiley versus TJ Marconi and Brian Burgundy. And it's a shame we awesome. forgot about this because this match was awesome. Also, Smiley. Awesome, awesome tag match. Awesome. <laughs> Smiley was taunting you during this match, just like he did at FTW. Yep, and I'm sorry, I'm, I, think I don't want to break kayfabe here, but since when does he talk? I'm not sure. Smiley's starting to get, he's what? starting to learn English with Juba. I think, I think just ben, getting, what, what does Smiley sound like? And Ben, what does he sound like now? I fucking kill you! <laughs> How do you go from... Point B. I fucking kill you! He's learning so, with Juba! So, Juba's a good teacher. Is that the so new fucking Hooked on Phonics? Hooked on Juba? Yep, basically. So one thing we all learned from this tag match is Smiley's awesome and funny as a heel as well as a babyface. Yep. So him and Juba actually looked like a legitimate team. They killed Brian Burgundy. They killed him. The, the One of the pops of the night. Brian Burgundy gave Juba a German suplex. God damn! Juba retaliates... And then he gets a right back, back slap. God damn! That left a handprint on Burgundy's back. Oh! So Raymond so Ray Ray Mundo is going to be happy about this because Juba and Smiley got the victory. Yay! <laughs> but finally, <laughs> so we can talk match about. The, match, match of the year. Match of the year for the Indies. Ricochet versus the Amazing Red. Last week, last month, at uh, a few months ago at HOG High Intensity Six, we had a question of whether or not Amazing Red still had it because he seemed a little shaky against Gangone. We didn't know if you ever had your doubts that Amazing Red still had it. One, Watch this match. Wonder no more. This match was fucking bonkers. This match was awesome. I love this match. Fuck it, this match is great. <laughs> I love this match. This match was so good. You can't, you don't, don't ask us for any specifics when the DVD or when they do a live stream on Facebook. Watch this match. Holy shit, this match was amazing. 
This had flips. This had kicks. This had moonsaults. This had high striking. This had fucking... Oh my god. <laughs> this match was the only thing you needed that night. It was. The whole card could have been nothing. No if one... Just match did, right if, here if, sold it. If they just did a, a show with one match, this was the match you could have done that with. So, Amazing Red to get the... I was actually surprised about this because I thought Ricochet was going to get the win here. But the Amazing Red wins, but we're not out of the queer because Ricochet and Red do do their respect. Ricochet leaves and Red is is celebrating. Then Anthony Gangone comes out. And the House of Gangone follow with him. They beat up Amazing Red and they put the House of Gangone mask on him. It's like a family pick. Yep, basically symbolizing join us. Was, was, is that what the... Well, no, I, I think no, most said. of the symbolism was we're not done with you yet. We are not done with you yet, so Gangone right. is coming back for his title, presumably very, very soon. And that is the closing image of HOG Chapter 2, a very great show. Once again, House of Glory, you you evil bastards putting on genuinely good independent... How dare you for being so successful? How dare you be good and provide quality wrestling and above-average storylines? How dare you? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, now it's the time of the show that I wanted to speak about. Also, before you say that, how dare you not talk shit about other companies? (laughs) God damn it, this is New York. This is is New York. You're supposed to do that. That's a guarantee. That's the perfect segue, Mike. Thank you. You just put the you just gave me the plate. Okay, so to those that afterward had some shitty things to say about House of Glory, they literally we forgot to mention this before the whole show starts. A warning appears through the speakers: no filming, please be careful while sitting front row, and please stay on the side of the barricade. Did you guys forget to hear that they already said no recording? So for those that are pissed, oh, why'd they bother me during the show about me recording? What do they think I'm going to do if it actually make profits? It doesn't matter what you were going to do with the recording. They already told you. It's already on your ticket. It says it on HOG's website. No recording. You know why? Because they're going to put it out for you anyway. It's not like they ask you to pay for the content. You're there, watch the show, enjoy the show. If you want to see it on video later on, House of Glory does it at House of Glory Live. Then you attack workers and say, oh, they're keyboard warriors. Like our good buddy that someone, a nice promoter had to say, oh, he's a keyboard warrior this. Stick with your promotion. Do what you guys have to do. Let House of Glory do what they are. Because we had a nice conversation with House of Glory's promoter. And he says he never has to cause promotion number one. He just wants to put on entertaining this, products. This, this is true. He spoke to me and Ray about this. Guess what? This is what me and Mike told him. You know why people have to talk shit about House of Glory? Because they're fucking jealous. Because House of Glory does it every single day. They don't have to talk politics. They don't have to do this and that. They just put on the best show they can. And guess what? They do it because House of Glory creates homegrown talent, brings in a name or two, yes, but you know why? Because they love what they do. It's the reason why you can call us, I guess, HOG cocksuckers because we support their product. But guess what? 
They haven't shown us any bad side. They approve what we do. We love what they do. I train there, and I'm hoping to continue on later We're on. We're talking about a promotion. And at the end of the day, fuck any promotion that has to talk shit about it. And this is why people hate the New York indie scene, because it's like fucking high school. We're talking about a fuck. promotion that was nice enough to let us be in there to record an interview 30 minutes after the show had fucking ended, when we had no right to be in that building. Oh, man. I hate New York Indies for a minute. Thank you to Larry Legend as well. And big thank you to Larry Larry. Legend. Screw it. If we're going on a rant without naming names, because I don't want to give, like, names and even give this publicity. Let's just say the New York Wrecking Crew interview, that was the second time we attempted to record that because we were interrupted by some outside parties during that time. And uh, Larry Legend was very kind, very gracious to guide us to the back room to a much more quiet, controlled space to do the interview. So thank you to Larry Legend. It was a room that was so great. We're in Queens, but there was no bully in there. It was nice. It was so good. Yeah, I'm going to throw shade just like people do. I'm not going to mention your full name, but I'm just going to give it like that. It was nice. The room was great. It wasn't green like a man. No, so there you go. Okay, I, I like, I like, okay, people. I like that guy. Come on, I like that guy. No, he was there too. He's a, he's a very nice guy. Let's give him the credit. Speaking of, at the end, yeah, go on. Whatever. At the end of the day, again, just, go, just support the shows. If you're gonna go, enjoy it. Don't talk shit on the internet. Just watch the product. Review like we do. If you have harsh things to say, keep them to your fucking self or review it. Not just say, oh, this and that, this promotion, this. These guys do this, these guys do that. Just watch, do, do whatever you have to do. That's it. Also, speaking of Larry Legend, stay tuned. We might be doing something with him. With him. He is the voice that you hear in the, in our intros. He is the he voice. He loves our show, by the way. He loves he our show. He, call, he calls me Home Look Mike. He does. I and he knows we like hot dogs. I, I marked out. <laughs> so, on a scale of one being a droopy penis to ten being an awesome, ridiculous fireworks show, what would you give this? I'd give this a solid nine, man. This was a good damn show. This was a good... This, this show was good. It was a good fucking show. Uh, right? I'm gonna give it... It still wasn't perfect, so I'm gonna give it a 9.5. It's not a ten, not yet. Uh, I'll go with uh, Ben. I'll give it a nine. Nothing, nothing bad. Nothing, nothing really offended me. It was just a, it was just a solid show. Yep, a solid show. Let's end it on a little bit of positivity. So that has been an HOG chapter two review. Once again, HOG pulling at all the stops for a nice little show at the. Can't Elks wait Lodge. for the next one. Next show is going to be HOG presents Glory of War, and it's going to have. Me again, Jay White, Michael Elgin. Hopefully. And they say stay tuned for more because they're not done yet, folks. So imagine that. Card is going to be stacked of them. House of Gangone, the private party, which I'm not done with them. I'm not done with you, boys. I'm I'm, not done. We're not done not with done. any of them just yet. And we hope that you guys <laughs> aren't, but, but we're not done with them. You're not done with them by a long shot. I'm not done with fucking Thomas Odin and Mike isn't done with Smiley just yet. But unfortunately, we are done for this week. So, guys... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to bring up something because I was looking up something. 
uh, this is our LOL TNA Impact, whatever the fuck you want to call it, moment of the week. So they're having their Bound for Glory pay-per-view. Let me get the date right. November 5th. And they're running in a uh, uh, the Aberdeen Pavilion. Yep, in Ottawa, Canada. You know what they run in that building? What? Retirement home parties. Wow. And if there's any impact fans that are left that's listening to this show. Who is left? Let me give you the full card. My head hurts listening to this. I have the full card for you. If you're interested. Eli Drake defends against Johnny Impact GFW Global Championship. Trevor Lee defends against Sanjay Dutt, Petey Williams, Matt Seidel, uh, Garza Jr., and Desmond Xavier in an Ultimate X match. OVE, which is Dave Christ and Jake Christ, versus the Latin American American Exchange, my apologies, uh, Ortiz and Santana in a 51-50 street fight for the tag team titles. Sienna defends her championship against Gail Kim versus Taryn Terrell versus Ali. Uh, we have Team Impact, which is EC3, James Storm, and Eddie Edwards, versus Team AAA, El Tejano Jr., El Hijo del Fantasma, and Pagano. We have Rosemary versus Taya Valkyrie in a first blood match. Graham versus Abyss in a Monsters Ball match. I don't know why. Just uh, because Joseph Park has his visa the whole time, and now Grado is kind of pissed. And... Get a load of this. Get a load of this. Fucking six sides of steel tag team match. Moose and Stephen Bonner versus Lashley and King Mo. Done. King Mo. Anyone want to go to Canada? No. Can we? Let's go to Canada, guys. Please don't pay fifty bucks for the fucking thing, please. I'm Mike, talking to you, right? Mike, you're talking to that. Mike, he bought Slam for like forty bucks. Oh, he's gonna definitely pay for this fucking shit. Because I want to see King Mo versus Stephen Bonner in a cage. Ooh. <laughs> so, LOL impact. And, with, and on that sobering note, it is finally time to Man, start. Mike, do you have a headache? Because I got a headache listening to that. That's yeah, 5150. Oh, Jesus. 50 are you okay? 50. Man? I know, it's just. Ben, are you okay? I'm fine. Wait, what's happening to Mike? Mike, you okay? Mike, buddy, you okay? Mike, come on, we have to announce some more stuff. You okay? Mike? Mike? Ha! You okay? Okay, so... So, I guess me and Ray... I guess me and Ray will handle the wrap-up. So, Ray, where can they find the downloads and the past episodes... Where can they find all episodes of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast? Well, you can go to Podtastic, Stitcher Radio. You can go... Sorry, hold on. One moment, my voice is going. God damn it. I don't know what the hell happened to Mike. <clears throat> okay, YouTube, our YouTube channel, where you can find inter- our interviews and 
More content to come. Don't forget you can also, find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podtastic, TuneIn Radio, and as Ray said, the YouTube page. Don't also forget, you can also watch our live streams, including tomorrow, where hopefully, if Mike's okay, it's going to be me and Mike doing universe mode. We're going to do our draft, folks. Yes, because WWE 2K18 comes out next week. So me and Mike are going to go our drafts. Mike has SmackDown. I have the A-Show and Raw. So you're going to see some great drafting. We're going to pick our rosters, some customs in there. It's going to be a fun time. Well, that's if Mike's alive, because I don't know what the hell happened to Mike. Then what else is happening? What's, what's coming up soon, brother? Also, what are we you, doing Sunday? Don't forget. Well, I'll tell you in a second, but don't forget, you can also follow us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. You can follow us on Facebook at The General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and you can also follow us on the Twitter page at the GAWP show. And don't forget you can also show. and you the can Gop follow show. the, the Gop Show. Listening to the Gop Show. You can also follow us there. Don't forget this Sunday, follow us there for any uh we are doing a very special Hell in the Cell live stream little bits here and there. And I will be taking on Matt the Daddy Koffler too. Well Mike has the belt. We don't know what's wrong with it, but hopefully that to belt crown is horrible man. You're gonna win a belt that just got destroyed. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened to Mike. He's acting like these two different people. I gotta tell you. I just you. know one thing. After Sunday, if you don't win the belt, Ben, and Matt's too scared to fight him, I'm making sure I end Mike, because what the hell happened to him? Things are getting spooky, right? He hits around. me. Things are getting he makes sp- fun of me. And don't I'm forget, done. the horse is still out there. Things are getting spooky, guys. Fitting, because we yeah. are most definitely in the month of Goptober, ladies and gentlemen. Things are about to get... Wait, sp- is that a horse? Oh, shit. Ben, well, did you hear that? I heard that too. So guys, I think it's finally time to wrap this up before one of us dies. So guys, for Home Milk Mike, uh, he's Home Milk Mike, wherever he is. I am Avenging Ben. Oh my god, I'm the Lord Raven Moondog. What the hell? He has our belt and he just drew an X on it. What are you doing, Mike? Stop this shit. Ben, I'm done. Sunday, if you don't end him, I will. And guys, for the GAWP, he's not going to be able to because I think he's already gone mad. So to all of you, join the madness, follow the law, and Ben, take it now. Guys, I am avenging Ben, and for Home Milk Mike, join the madness, and happy Goptober. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. The show will be nothing without you guys. You guys, be well. Shouts down.